Hello, 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 my beautiful people. Here we are again with another episode of What the Cheese Man. It's your girl Annette here bringing you another episode. It is Tuesday. Guys, another week has commenced, even though yesterday was Monday and today's Tuesday. Still, when I freshly, freshly talk to you guys, it's the commence of a new week for me. Anyways, so excited. So much has happened this past week from the last time I talked to you guys. I have some good shit to talk about. Good topic that we're going to be talking about today. I bring you guys a good shit, okay? Anyways, so let's start. You know your girl always has to start with the recommended movies that she has seen recently. So for all of you that wonder, like, how does this girl have time to watch all these movies? I'm a huge movie buff. And for people that don't know, well, hopefully you do know by now because this is the sixth episode. (laughs) If you guys had been listening to my podcast, you know my first podcast, I mentioned that I'm an actress. So I'm a huge movie buff. I love movies. I would prefer... Well, actually, since we've been quarantined, guys, um, for a couple months, that's what I've been doing has been uh, streaming, watching movies and TV shows on Netflix and Hulu and HBO Max and Amazon Prime. So that is why I have so many recommendations. Uh, But also, I love having a night in with a glass of wine, some popcorn, and watch a really good flick at home. So that's I'm that type of gal. Though, I also like to go out and enjoy a good time with friends. So I'm a little bit of both. But anyways, that defeats the whole purpose of what I'm talking about. Okay, so before I get distracted and start like rambling about some other shit, I need to like focus now. Okay, so the first movie. Okay, so literally my brother, like I, I, I really, I like foreign films, but I like foreign films that have like they'll like translate it in in English like for you and Netflix has been doing such an amazing job about that but then there's also a few of them that it doesn't translate at all so you have to have the captions now I'm the type of person that like I sometimes hate reading captions but at the same time like if I'm not saying if I can't hear the movie or anything like I'll just I'll say like fuck it you know I'm gonna listen to what's going on and and just read what's there to like really understand what's going on. So, the first movie you guys must see, and if you haven't, where the hell are you? Because this movie just recently came out on Netflix. It's called Hashtag Alive. It is a zombie movie. It's an Asian zombie movie. Let me tell you, it's... Okay, like, to me, when I first saw it, I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. And it's like super, it's like really good. It has you on edge the whole entire time because you don't know what's going on, what the main character is going to end up doing. And so like you're on edge and you're like, oh my God, don't do this. Oh my God, don't do that. Or you're like freaking out because something almost happens and then it doesn't. And it's like, it has you on edge like that. That's how it was the whole time watching this movie. So basically it's like a zombie movie. Some type of disease breaks out um, in this like town. And basically this guy, he lives in this like apartment complex. It's like huge apartment complex and stuff like that. First of all, nice apartment. I was like, Hey, (laughs) I could totally live in one of those. This is really nice. Fancy. Anyways. Um, and 
he's basically alone. Like, his family, I'm not sure if they say, like, they traveled somewhere or they were visiting somewhere else and he was stuck home as he decided to stay home. And it gets crazy. Like, he starts having to figure out, like, how to save for food and then, like, to save, you know, survive, basically. So at one point... He does a post on social media and says, hashtag survive, because that's what his dad told him in the last voicemail he hears. He's like, you have to survive no matter what you have to survive. Like he's got to fight for his life. So it's creepy. It's a thriller. It has you on edge the whole entire time that film. Um, also, it's funny. There are certain parts where it's funny because he's like a he's goofy and some of the stuff he does is hilarious. The character. Um, very good. He ends up meeting this one girl and finally notices, okay, somebody else who isn't infected in this complex, but, like, she lives across. It's crazy, but I'm telling you, like, it's a good movie. Now, let me tell you something. I didn't know, like, I had not seen, and, like, back in 2016, a movie called Train to Busan, which is it's another one on Netflix. I just recently saw it, though. It's another zombie movie. My brothers, both of them, they told me they didn't. They liked Alive, but it wasn't as good as Train to Busan. Let me tell you something. Holy shit! When I saw Train to Busan, my view on Alive completely changed. I was like, "Oh no, this shit!" Like kicks hashtag Alive's ass by far. But I'm telling you, both of them are great movies. Now, Train to Busan is basically this like executive dad who you know is going through a divorce and his daughter I think she turns 11 like really wants to go to Busan where her mom lives for her birthday and he's very adamant saying like no we're not going we're not going and she's like please dad blah blah convinces him otherwise the guy's mother stays behind and him and her travel um so before the this shit like it gets crazy because out of nowhere on the train before the doors close, some girl who's sick, okay, gets on the train. So, like I said, it's a zombie movie. Now, this one, it does not have, like, they're not speaking, they're speaking in Chinese. They're not speaking in English. So, you have to read the captions for this one. Half of the time, it's, like, action film. So, like, action. So, you really aren't necessarily having to read what they're saying but other times you have to because then they say like where's coming from or what's happening it is fucking insane basically there everybody on that train has to fight to survive because the whole train it goes it gets crazy i'm telling you that's another one that like had me on edge you could ask my friends at work i was like oh my god no don't do i was literally like talking to the screen like if they could hear me it was i was so into it so that one's a really good one too. And again, guys, this is if you guys are into like zombie films and also like scary films. I'm a huge like, it's funny because when I was younger, I was never, <laughs> I would watch scary movies, but like scare myself in the middle of the night that I would call my mom and my dad and I would freak out and like cry and like really think that whatever I watched earlier was like for real. And it's funny because now I'm older and I love horror films and I get a high kick out of them. I love scaring myself regardless, but like I'll prefer to watch a scary movie or a thriller, a suspense movie versus a comedy or a romance movie, which everyone's like, what's wrong with you? And it's like nothing. I just, I find them entertaining. Anyways, so those two. Then another scary Asian film. (laughs) 
I don't know. I just went to that side of Netflix, guys. Um, that one recently came out, too. It's called The Cursed Bridge. That one's another one that it's not translated. So you have to read the, um, the oh, my gosh, the subtitles, basically. So it's just like group of kids that go to this um, university and they try to test out this supposedly cursed bridge where like a girl years ago had died there like um, her boyfriend she was waiting for her boyfriend her boyfriend and then murdered her or something or she, they found her body in the lake something crazy under the bridge anyways so they test this theory and like slowly like they die they're like they show you the different ways that each of these people died and they think it was all by suicide but there's a reporter like in current time, in the year 2020, that is, like, investigating these, uh, these deaths back in 2012. But then she realized the same thing is happening in 2016. And that some of the people, it, I mean, that one was very, it was, like, kind of scary, not as scary, but, like, it really fucks with your mind, because in the end, who you find, like, the ending, you're just like, what the fuck? I knew it was this person, this whole entire... I'm telling you, it's insane. That was a good one, too. Now, um, I don't want to sound, well, not racist, but <laughs> I personally have always been afraid, like, before when I used to watch, like, Asian films, like, The Grudge really scared me. I'm not going to lie. When I was younger, guys, I was terrified. And I was terrified of, like, ever going to uh, Tokyo or, I mean, like, to either go to Japan or China because I just think that, like, since all Asian people almost look the same, I was scared and, like, thought that, I, I thought the worst. So before, I used to not like watching Asian films because I thought they were, like, really scary compared to American horror movies. And I, th I think it's a fact. They really do. They outdo themselves. So, but I know I have some friends, like, that do not, they find... Asian people sometimes creepy because they like kind of all look the same and in a scary movie they're just scary so anyways that's another one it's called the curse bridge gotta check it out you guys gotta let me know like I tell you guys these films you guys gotta let me know if you guys really like it and and I won't lie to you I will tell you what's good though today like my friends they were telling me listen you gotta make a list of like what to watch and a list of not to watch because I saw two films on Netflix that were whack as fuck like to not watch one was called white girl which you should not watch because it's really whack it's this girl who goes to the city for college but meets this drug dealer across the street in the bronx or not in the bronx somewhere in the city oh like in harlem and she like falls in love with him but she's like doing coke and partying and then tries to find a way to get him out of jail and all it was some crazy mess i don't know how i sat through that whole movie but it was stupid then there was one called The Florida Project, which I don't know if you guys heard about it. Um, basically, it's like, it's based, it's here based off in Orlando. Like, it's a real, like, hotel in freaking um, Orlando and Kissimmee called, Ma I don't know if it's like Magic something or Magic Castle, like, in or some shit. And it's like a purple, like, hotel. And this, like, girl, young girl has a daughter and, like, it's like these kids growing up living there and what they go through and well like the mom she basically doesn't have like a regular job she'll either sell perfumes or at one point she starts bringing different men into her room 
while her daughter's in the shower. So at first, while you're watching the movie, you're not really paying attention. Like, you don't really notice that that's what's happening until she at one point is like, oh, it's bath time. And she'll take her to the shower. They show the little girl in the shower, but then they flip back to the scene, like, to her mom talking on the phone and telling the guy, hey, you can come over now. So she would bring them in. And so the security camera caught that. Also, they had found her, like, a page she had where she was, like, she had, like, nude photos on there. So basically, an old best friend of hers, after they fight, she calls DCF on them. So, like, the sad part, basically, it was, like, DCF is going to take her away. But it just ends weird because the little girl goes to say bye to her best friend and like her best friend grabs her arm and they like run all the way to Disney World and yeah, they just run to Disney World and that was the end of the movie. I was like very confused. And again, that's a movie not to watch. Anyways, the last other movie I want to talk about because we really, I'm like babbling. I'm telling you, I could talk about movies all day. Um, another movie you guys have to watch. It's not scary or anything like that. It's called Newness. So at first I kept seeing the preview and it almost looks like it's like three people having a threesome, (laughs) but it's not. I mean, it is part of the movie at one point, but it's not. So it's basically, it's funny because I see it how it is, like how dating is nowadays. So it's this couple, well, they meet. So they both are on this dating app and basically they're just, you know, just hooking up with people. They're not really looking to have a relationship or nothing, but none of them were being satisfied with the people they were sleeping with. And it wasn't until um, they finally meet each other, but they hit it off. And then they, like, fall for each other, and they start dating, but then they start getting bored of each other. And so they kind of, like, go back to on the dating site. And then they try to do, like, an open relationship, and it just it becomes crazy. Like, the girl's, like, to me it's crazy as fuck they both cheated on each other it's a crazy film but in the end I mean I feel like you learned a lot from that movie I know I did not because I've experienced something like that I haven't but um just because it just lets you know like a lot of people nowadays like they believe in the whole like open relationships where it's like okay you're with that person but you're okay if that person sleeps with someone else and they're okay with you sleeping with someone else and it's like at the end of the day as long as you trust each other and tell each other about what happened then you're totally fine so it's like what they wanted to have but he didn't want that like he fell in love and was in love with her but she had a problem basically so it just teaches you that that's you know, not a healthy way to have a relationship at all because you're never happy then just being with the one person. You would rather be with a list of different people, you know? So anyways, it's called Newness. You have to check it out if you haven't. It's a good one. You'll learn a good lesson and stuff. Okay, so let me talk about my week my week the questions of the no i'm just kidding um i get that from the podcast i like to hear call her daddy um anyways i had such a great fantastic week it was busy busy at work um just getting things together your girl here her birthday is officially well in a week from now so next week, September 23rd. I'm so excited. I'm turning 27. So looking forward to like my birthday and my birthday weekend that's coming up on the 25th. I'm going out with my best friends and I'm so excited. Anyways, um, looking forward to that. 
So today's topic that we're going to talk about is commitment. Okay. And commitment issues that a lot of people have. So where do I begin with this? (laughs) I have, how do I explain it? I've had so many issues, which by the way, I have to tell you guys a recap. The guys that I was talking to, they're like, I was torn between two. Yeah, that didn't go anywhere. <laughs> um, the one guy that I was texting a lot the last episode that there was like awkward silences on my podcast. Yeah, he was telling me that it was like complicated because his ex was pregnant, like eight months pregnant with his child. But he didn't want to be with her because it was a toxic really. I'm like, yeah, that's too complicated for me. Sorry. Blocked him. And then the other one, which I thought was going to be great, decides to tell me, oh, yeah, I don't think we're ever going to go out because I my work is my life. And so I yeah, I don't think so. I was like, oh, well, you should have told me that before wasting two weeks of my life talking to you for no fucking reason. So anyways, yeah, that didn't go well either. So to me, it's like. I don't understand how, like, that's another reason where it's like, I told him, you know, you're the one that was on that site looking to date someone, that you wanted to meet someone. Because I'm the type of person, when I meet someone, like, especially, like, now your sister is giving up on the dating apps, guys. She is not, I am not going on on those anymore. I'm just, fo- literally, I'm focusing on myself. Um... I'm like, I have an acting gig lined up that I'm working on. And so I'm like focusing on my own shit I'm focusing on my podcast, focusing on my own shit and not even worrying about that. The funny thing is like, after I decided like to literally stop going on those sites, I get like the callback of like, oh, hey, can you like send to audition videotapes? Because we're like torn between two roles for you. So I was like, "Ah, I'm so excited. Like, you know, that's, those are the type of opportunities that you don't really get all the time. And so it's ironic how that happened after. But anyways, I told the guy, you're the one that was looking for something like that. And because you say about your job, let me tell you something. I feel like people and a lot of guys, because I feel like guys are more like my work, like work is my life. That's all I do is eat, breathe and sleep work. That's it. So they think that they don't have the time or like how to manage to have a relationship and work. Yes, you fucking can. Where in the book does it say that you can't manage to have a fucking relationship because you fucking work? I know your ass is not working 24 fucking 7 at your job. Because at one point you go home because you're off of the clock. You're going to eat. You're going to sleep. You're going to bathe and all this other shit. And you have time to hang out with friends. You have time for a relationship. So I don't know why some guys like complicate their lives when they're like, oh, well, I just don't have time for a relationship. Yes, you fucking do. You just don't know how to manage your time. If you knew how to manage your time, you will have time to meet someone and pursue an active relationship with that person. Now, if you're just a total ass and you really don't fucking want one, then fine. Don't go on a fucking dating app and saying, I'm looking for someone. And then you're really not looking for anyone. You're just wasting some other girl's time saying that you're looking for someone. So that was my advice to him. Anywho, commitment issues. I feel like, okay, it's both. I can't just say that it's only guys that do it. And because I know some girls that are too. 
I'm the type of girl, personally, I'm not afraid of commitment. I mean, I've never had a serious relationship, you know? So that, like, at least, like, lasted a long time to really know that. But if the opportunity ever presented itself, I can never say that. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so scared. I mean, you know what this person... No, like, I'm so ready. Like, I'm not afraid of commitment at all, you know? And there's a lot of people, and I understand that, for instance, if you've been hurt in the past, like really bad, I know that that can really affect someone and really fuck up their trust issues and their commitment issues with a person. And they're afraid to commit their heart again to someone new that could possibly break it again. And they, you know, they don't want to go through that trauma again. But then what I've noticed too, it's like, Some guys and also girls, I only say from guys because that's my experience with guys that I feel like they're afraid of trying that new. And it's like some of them, they'll feel it, you know, and they'll tell you things that are like, oh, things are great. Things are amazing. Like, I can't wait to like see what our future looks like. And, you know, they get you hyped. But then it's like something scares them. They're like, no, I don't want that. I don't want this. I don't think. And I'm like, what? Like, what is keeping you, like, what is making you afraid of that? I have dated someone who has said, you know, I was in a seven-year relationship, and I was in love with her, with, like, my ex. But, you know, his version of the story was, you know, things just didn't work out, and she kept, like, nagging that I wasn't giving her quality time, blah, 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 blah. And they fought a lot, and so they just broke up. So, since then, he's been single, So it's been like maybe three or four years by then. And I was like, okay, so, but what are you afraid? He's just like, oh, I've gotten to the point where I've gotten comfortable being single. Like, why do I need someone when I know how to cook? I know how to clean myself. I have a great job that I can support myself too. Why would I need a wife or a girlfriend who's going to nag me and shit when I'm allowed to do whatever I want? So a lot of guys get comfortable in that. So they rather not. But then at the same time, when they meet a great girl and they like, oh, shit, maybe something can happen with this person. But like something stops them because of their past. And it's like it's very frustrating. But I've seen that a lot. And I feel like that's why a lot of our generation now cannot commit to someone at all. And it's like the only commitment, and it's funny because the only commitment they can end up making is fucking having a child with the person, but they can't put a ring on it or say to be in a relationship. But they're totally okay with getting your pants and impregnating you, and that's it. Okay, yeah, I have a child with the person, but I'm not committed to them. Or Like, why? Why? You're okay with having a child with the person, but you're not okay with being with them. I just... To me, I can't wrap it in my mind, like, why you can't do it. And it's, like, another thing I was talking with my friends was, like, dating nowadays, again, is so hard because there's so many options. It's, like, back then, there was no technology. There was no, well, if shit's going bad with my partner or my relationship, let me go talk to some other random person that I used to talk before I got with my boyfriend or let me talk to this fling that I had at one point. And it's like, you fuck things out and then the relationship will be good. That's why those old school relationships are lasting 30 years, 40 years, 50 years married. Some of them 70 years married. Like, what the fuck? That's amazing. 
Will we hear that down the road? I feel like what we're going to tell our future grandkids, that story, they're going to be like, what kind of fucking generation my grandmother came from? Because honestly, it's insane. But it's the truth. Like, it does not exist. We find the easy way out of like, well, there's options out there. So what's the point of fighting for this person? And it's sad because that person that you're with could be the one, but because you're not putting the effort or mutually not putting the effort to fix the problem, you just look for the outlet. And so that's why I feel like I've always run into a lot of profiles before, like on dating apps and when people I meet where they're like, oh, I just got out of a relationship, so I'm not looking for nothing serious, but you're okay with fucking around, but you can't get in a relationship, which I understand if it was like super recent. Okay. That's fine. I totally understand. But at the same time, if it's not, it's like you're just saying that just to say that instead of like, you know what, let me try to open myself little by little to this person and see how it goes. Like you will never know how things truly go with a person if you don't give it a shot. If you only close yourself off to just, you know, this person, I don't want a relationship or anything. I'm just going to like, fuck it. We're just going to have sex and that's it. I'm cool with that. Fine. But if like deep down in you, you're like have feelings for this person and like you genuinely hit it off. Like you have such great chemistry with the person and everything. Everything's going great. Why stop it at that point? You know? So like, I want you guys to think or, you know, you guys let me know because I want to know. Just like. If you ever experienced dating someone who had commitment issues or is scared of commitment, you know, what are their reasoning behind? Because I, like I said, a lot of them is another reason, like besides a past relationship that went completely wrong and either they got cheated on and they don't want to go through that shit again, or it just didn't work out. They don't want to go through that shit again, or like go through the whole hassle of having a girlfriend like controlling them and this and that, which by the way, listen, no one should be controlling anyone in a fucking relationship. Okay. It should be mutual. Okay. Let me tell you something. Okay. Because I have met women that sometimes if their men say that you ain't going nowhere, they stay home. I'll be like, um, excuse me. Who who was you talking to the 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 wall? Because I know you weren't talking to me. Because if I feel like going out with my friends or going out with my family, and you're not gonna be there, you're gonna accept that shit, and you're gonna be okay with that. Because guess what? When you wanna go out with your buddies or with your family, and I'm not there, I'm gonna be okay with that shit. Because you know what? Couples need that alone time too with their friends. You know, a lot of people get it twisted that when you're in a relationship, you like own each other. And it's not owning each other. It's having respect for each other and staying loyal to each other in a relationship. But also having that trust that when that person sets foot out and goes to hang out with their friends, that he makes the right decision of not fucking you over and cheating on you. And he has the same trust in you that you won't do the same when you go out with your friends. You know, that's what a relationship should be. You know, because you need that personal space. Before you guys got together, you were that person who hung out with your friends all the time and got to enjoy life. And I get it. It won't be the same. You won't be doing constantly all the time. But once in a while, if that happens, 
both parties in the relationship have to be okay with it. So again, it's not taking ownership. So I feel like a lot of people like, oh, I don't want the commitment because I don't want a woman telling me what I got to do or I don't want a man telling me what. And no, boo-boo. A man don't got to tell you shit and a woman don't got to tell you shit. If you feel like going out with your friends to get a couple of drinks, go fucking have drinks with your friends. And that's okay. Because in the end of the night, you're going to be coming back to me, to my bed, with me at home. <laughs> Same thing. With a girl, if you want to go out with your girls and have a girls night and enjoy it, shit, nigga, you got to take it as it is and just trust me that nothing's going to happen, you know? Now, another thing is depending who their friends are, because some friends are, can be bad influences. And also, if they're like all single and he's the only one in a relationship or all of them are single and there's only one in a relationship, um, that's, a, that's obviously an issue. Um, they shouldn't have that many single friends. You know, if there's a couple now, if they're like all in a relationship and they're the only person who's single or in a relationship, then okay, then that's fine. Cause then, you know, the odds of them cheating on you are less when that's like that. But I know another reason people have commitment issues is, or like I say guys most of the time is because they're not ready, you know? And I also girls too, because I feel like there's some guys who are ready and then when they do like say they propose to the girl and the girl's like no I can't and they like freak out because oh my god it's like I thought this girl was in love with me like what what did I do and like you start thinking like where you did wrong and like they're just like I'm just not ready to get married yet which just because someone proposes to you does not mean that you have to get married next month like you're allowed to like extend the engagement and wait to get married like it doesn't have to happen next week or whatever but I also feel like there's some guys who just aren't ready for that commitment yet um I also feel like because of previous um relationships that have gone wrong that they can push that off like oh I'm gonna wait till like later in my life to really worry about settling down but right now I'm just not gonna worry about it like I don't have time for it or I don't want it or I'm afraid to have that again. Um, another thing is just like they might not be ready. You might meet a guy who doesn't have the career he wants or isn't the making the amount of money that he thinks he will have to support you and support a future family. Or, you know, he doesn't think he's ready. He doesn't have a house yet or he doesn't have his own car. Which, by the way, if you don't have his own car, that's a problem because... Trust me, a guy at least has to have a damn car. If he still lives at home, okay, it's understandable. But if he does not have a car, that's a problem. Like, he needs to at least have a car. Um, But, for instance, like, there's some guys that are just not prepared yet or ready yet themselves to offer something good to the girl, you know, or to the, you know, the person they're dating. So they're like, mm, what can I offer her in a relationship? If all I have is this, you know, and which half of the time I feel like people should be, you know, don't judge the person because of that. Like when I mentioned the car, don't think that like I'm a heartless bitch. It's not that. I just think that like, that's just something that you should have because then the guy's always going to count on getting a ride to get to places or count on you to go pick him up to go on a date and shit. And no, it should be the other fucking way around. Or you guys both meet at some place or he picks you up. It ain't, I'm going to pick your ass up and we going to go out. That's not how that shit happens. So, um, 
trust me, I've been through that experience and I'm not dating the guy because of that. So, um, you know, so I understand, you know, you can't judge a person because if they're like actively like working on that, then that's great because you can always support them. Like, Hey, listen, why not? Like just, you know, work on that goals. How can I help you to like reach that goal? Like, have you been actively looking or I can help you look? And you know, if they see that sometimes they get motivated because the person they're dating is like genuinely interested in them bettering themselves and growing, you know, and that's always nice too. But again, like you can't judge the person if they're like, oh shit, they still live at home or, uh, they still work at McDonald's. Like, okay, again, depending on what stage of your life you are dating, you have to see that it does matter. Now, if you're young, like super young, early twenties, late teens, if that nigga work at freaking, uh, mcdonald's or burger king he making good money and he could take you out on a real date and shit that's fine for that age but if you're telling me you're in your late 20s early 30s and you're working at mcdonald's there's a fucking issue you have not found your career yet to make more money that you can offer your future wife and kids um an actual life You know what I'm saying? Like, you haven't found that goal. That's a problem. You are not, ladies, let me tell you something. You will not settle for less. Okay, girls, you will not settle for less. He needs to offer you fucking castle and shit. No, I'm just kidding. But he's got to offer you, like, something good. That you're not going to be like, damn, dude, we're freaking 40, have three freaking kids, and you still flipping burgers at Burger King? No. That is not how that shit rolls. Like, no. And again, I don't judge people on what they decide to do for work. But I'm not going to settle for a guy who does that. I'm going to settle for a guy who's strong on his feet, who has his shit together, who does not have problems because no one wants to get into a relationship with someone who has issues. Like, I mean, deep shit issues where they don't have their shit together at all. That either they have baby mama drama, no, or they have child support issues no or they don't have no job no or no ambition or they have depression or they have no like let me tell you I have been through it all with different guys that I've talked to no I just can't I'm like I that's why I got tired of the dating apps I was like I'm done I'm done meeting all these people where all of them they just have this emptiness inside that they're just trying to fill the void and nothing is happening for them at all so that is why they don't find, they like, and it's like, they'll say, oh, I want the relationship. But it's like, they like the idea of the relationship, but not really working towards having one. So again, that's where the whole commitment issue comes in. So I just want to hear you guys' thoughts. Again, I want you guys, I always want to hear your feedback. A lot of you guys tell me, oh my God, I can't, like, I'm so happy your new episode came out. It was great. And this and that, like, I love the good criticism and everything. And you know, the good feedback. That's always great. But also I want to hear like, what do you guys think? Like, do you agree that because of certain bad experiences of previous relationships causes for certain guys and girls nowadays not to want to believe into getting a committed relationship or be in a relationship because they're scared or because they're not ready, you know? So let me know what you guys think. And also, I had a great time talking to you guys again. Like, I felt like this was a very good topic to talk about. Again, I have, like I said, I've talked to so many different guys that have, you know, 
through different shit that they're going through. But again, you never want to settle less for a guy who has no ambition or goals because then it's like he's just breathing, doing nothing, just breathing and at home. And then you also, you know, I understand, you know, I mentioned the whole thing of depression and stuff. And nowadays, with everything that's been going on with this whole pandemic and shit, I know a lot of people's mental health is getting affected, whether it be depression or whether it be anxiety. I understand that and it's hard, but at the same time, like if you're not willing to let that person in and like hear you and know about what's going on with you, you can't expect them to like bring this happiness and joy to your life without you having to like talk about that with them. And I had an experience where I was talking to a guy like that and he wouldn't open up about it. So it's like, here he is being a Debbie Downer and like sad and shit. And here I am trying to cheer him up. And he's just like, I'm so sad. I'm like, okay, well, what do you want me to do? I can't, you won't talk to me about it. So I, I feel like I'm an idiot just sitting here doing nothing to help you. So it's like, it, it, it's really hard to deal with that. So unless you know how to deal with that, <laughs> I suggest you stay away from someone who has deep depression issues like that, who has not found a way yet to work those issues out. Um, But yeah, I just want to end it on a good note. You know, I'm still single. I'm writing this single ride, y'all. And for my fellow friends and my fellow people I'm talking to that have listened to me that are single, shit, you're not alone. (laughs) It's fucking hard to find that person or find people that you want to date and meet. I understand perfectly. But just when that moment does happen, don't be afraid to give your heart and soul to that person and really get to know that person. That not only it be physical attributes that attract you to that person, but also like their soul and their heart and just the intentions that they have for people, you have to see that. Because you will always, not only do you want a cute face or a hot face, the guy can be freaking mm, Channing Tatum for all we talk about. I'm just kidding. Um, it could be anybody fine-ass guy. But if he has an ugly heart and he's rude as fuck and shit and thinks he's a snob, yeah, that's not cute and that's not attractive. You don't want to be with someone like that. You want someone that, okay, they have the looks, but they also have the heart. That they care about other people and they have true feelings and emotions and are afraid to show that. So don't be afraid to love, guys, and to find love. Love's such a beautiful feeling that even my grandmother told me, like, when I had said that I was dating that one guy that I put that I was in a relationship with and it was the worst thing I could have done. I mean, we dated for a while, but still, it was like a bad idea. But anyways, my grandma's like, well, this is amazing. Like you finally get to really enjoy what that, how beautiful love is and what, how beautiful love can be. You know, her and my grandfather have been married for years. They're about to be, they already passed their 50th. Um, and so it's like, it's amazing. And it's like, I feel like we all should strive for that. Um, but if we don't, we should just be happy if we make it through a couple of years, but hopefully more. But, um, yeah, just don't be afraid to fall in love and to, you know, enjoy that. If you really enjoy spending time with that person and that person makes you feel good, it makes you feel whole, just do it. Just give yourself 
all to that person and fuck it just enjoy the moment and enjoy the ride because life is too short to hold grudges against people and not to open your heart up to that person that you really care about and yeah so on that note guys i am ending the episode this one was a long one sorry your girl likes to talk too much shit sometimes but anyways I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I love you guys. Again, thank you so much for the support. Keep listening. Keep sharing with your friends and family. Share with uh, your coworkers too. Just share, share, share. Let them hear, especially if they love podcasts. Hear it on the way to work. Hear it on the way while you're taking a shit or taking a shower. Or listen while you're just home cleaning or something. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. Until next Tuesday, guys. Love you guys. Besos.